Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 4th to the 10th of October 2021. Monday, the 4th of October. For the first time in what seems like days, there is blue in the sky. The air is cold, but the sun shows itself once more. Two collared doves nestle side by side in the seed tray. One is a youngster, fragile fluff feathers. A robin is shouting, displeased clicks, beware. Cat. The sparrows are impatient for the feeder. The bravest come in boldly despite my presence nearby. Roses bloom again. The sunflowers droop their heads as if in reverence or prayer. Their leaves rustle, blown in the light breeze. Many are ragged and torn, dishevelled from the many birds who perch on multi-levels of heads and stems. Nasturtiums are deepening their orange, late but welcome. A drive over the Orwell Bridge. There are never more dramatic skies than when climbing its sleek and arched back. Magpies are the kings and queens of the road. One flies over with something bright orange and round in its beak. There is an excitement of sparrows in the elder behind me. The Rebecca's, though still bright, are looking frayed. I sit in my long coat and the ending sun. I can feel a closing down. It is like the taking down of party decorations long after the event. It has been a blast. Colour and exuberant life, dizzying dances of insects, bright palettes from flowers, the music of the birds. But the party cannot go on non-stop. The time to sleep and rest is coming, but first, the discarding of summer. We shall swap geranium red for hollyberries. Sunflower yellow will give way to winter jasmine. Pinks and purples of dianthus, lavender and salvia, and the white of hyssop shall be eclipsed in colour by cyclamen. Evergreen will sustain us. Tuesday the 5th of October. Heavy rain in the black gives an early morning awakening up before a fraction of light in the sky. But by mid-morning, there is sun and blue. A wren hops about the pots on the patio and perches on one of the chairs. A large orange slug makes its way slowly over the lawn. I still struggle to like these creatures. It has been on and off sun and rain all day. The golden hour comes earlier each evening now. Needle-thin blades of tall grass rise above leaves and moss, shake and bend to the wind, 
glowing tips with late sunlight. The large puffball mushroom still stands, but is brown and well nibbled, soft like old sponge and peeling layers. The low sun glows through leaves and gilds. A robin calls chit, chit, chit from the cotoniaster. This tree is laden with red berries. Swags of them droop branches low. It is the happiest I have seen it in five and a half years. A dog barks in the distance. My face turned to the sun. I close my eyes and bright spots dance on lids lowered. I am buffeted by a gust of wind strong enough to push me backwards. Dried aquilegia rattle with seeds. White stones glow against dark earth. The almost black purple of smokebush leaves are mapped with bright green veins. A rose limb flails in the wind and snags my headscarf on thorns, pulling it from my head, autumn fooling. Spirea leaves blush with crimson. The hebe on the hill is in danger of being engulfed by the salvia hot lips. I squeeze the leaves for the summer smell. The green gauge trees are more than half undressed now. Exposed old bones. I have the scent of the Mediterranean on my thumb. My shadow falls on fallen grass. Wednesday, the 6th of October. Late afternoon, there is sun. I spend time cutting spent flowers from the large lavender. No sweeping cuts, instead slow and methodical, one by one, snip. I do it this way for three reasons. There are still more flowers coming and an overall chop would take them. By handling each stalk, I find any hidden inhabitants, cranefly, moths and rosemary leaf beetles. Lastly, it is meditation itself. I lay the faded stems in a basket. They will be dried, their heads used. My hands carry the scent of nighttime infusions. I am layered up against the cold air, but the sun is warm on my face. A robin sings in our garden, another next door. The blue tits have been busy and visible today. A high-pitched bee buzzes. The starlings and sparrows unsubtly indicate they would like the feeders filled evening as well as morning. A money spider and even smaller still beetle clamber the denim of my jeans. Pheasants bark in the field. An unusual bird call frustrates me. I have not heard it before and the protagonist flies away before identification can be made. Rooks are black in the blue. The dogwood stems are rigid strawberry licorice. These will be spires of flame through winter. Silver chains of cobweb strands glint in the sun, visible only when touched by light. Thursday the 7th of October. The sun rises neon pink, orange and yellow, delivering the new day with flair. 
5.20pm, the first opportunity I have had to go outside. It is cold and grey, but at least still. Light drizzle hangs diffusion in the air. There is a strong smell of bonfire. A new courgette flower has appeared. A large bright yellow beacon. Gone to seed lettuce stands over a foot tall. Tannin leaves, brown and curled, lie fallen everywhere. Rooks echo cool in the distance. The silver green leaves of the eucalyptus blend into the watercolour wash of grey sky. The large yellow rose continues to send out new flowers. The scent from within the petals is strong and old-fashioned. Starlings jabber and click. Remnants of blackberries cluster in the waterfall of bramble. There are many still red, and I wonder if there will be enough sun again this year to ripen and sweeten them. Perhaps not. The neighbour's white homing pigeons congregate on a roof. An interloper stands out dark among them. A chicken croons softly. Wood pigeons and collared doves settle down to roost in the cotoneaster. An old diseased Eonymus lies cut down and ready to bonfire. Trees are busy claiming back the chlorophyll from leaves. Soon they will cut loose the paper foliage, better to prepare for next year. The trees know how to let go. We could learn from them. The leaves of the dogwood are turning cherry red, from edges in to the colour of wine. A small, swirl-striped snail sits in the centre of a leaf. Insidious damp pervades, the world a tired haze through imperceptible tiny droplets. Someone is whistling a tune while a robin sings. Sounds are dulled. I could sleep. I stand in the doorway of the greenhouse, leaning against the frame. The world feels weighted, as if under an enormous blanket. Friday, the 8th of October. Heavy fog. Cobwebs hang like festival bunting. They connect everything in the garden like a giant dot-to-dot. Drops of moisture, pointillism upon them. The sparrows and a collar dove are first to the feeder. Ghost lines of treetops and the cawing of crows in the fields. A jackdaw flies over with something large and round in its beak. Birds appear and disappear in the gloom. 5.55pm. Everything is still. The heavy blanket of grey has not shifted all day. I stand, leaning against the old gatepost to allotment bottom. A loud, cronk grunting comes from the north. A large black body flies over. The raven is back. In contrast, a wood pigeon whiffles over the other way. There is an eerie feeling. A cicerinchium has appeared in the courgette bed, a plant that somehow travels. The courgette flower is golden egg yolk yellow, but closed to the dying day. 
The weeds are encroaching back into the vegetable patches. They will be dug once more before being left for winter. A purple dead nettle stands proudly. I am coming to love the hawthorn very much. I can hear the crooning of doves, gentle noises from the trees. It is surprisingly mild for such a dull day. Next door's chickens quietly chatter. There is no movement anywhere. Tiny flies hang in the air. With a sudden flap and fluster, the neighbour's homing pigeons take off from a roof and are lost against the pale sky. Big Cat plays with a leaf. Saturday the 9th of October. Sunshine through fog. The sun, a bright orange ball, hangs suspended and shrouded. A starling takes a morning bath in one of the shallow bowls of water on the lawn. Dip and shake of speckled feathers. My hands find their way to their homeland, in earth. I dig the second bed of main crop potatoes. Someone has been nibbling them. To garden is to learn to be okay with triumphs one year, disappointment the next. But always there is the hope that comes with planting, pruning and care. The earth is warm, damp but not yet the heavy clay my home soil turns to in winter. Once waste ground, it is now filled with life, worms, wood lice, centipedes. A bush cricket warms itself on our front door, large and dark, a sturdy insect. It is mild and calm, the sky blue and pale. Chickens, fuss a riot over their evening feed. Sunday the 10th of October At dawn the pheasants roam and bark. A few late lavender flowers are out. They rise on tall, pale, silver-green stems. A city of tiny mushrooms has appeared across the lawn. Delicate pale canopies. The sun comes out an hour before it is due to set. Next door talks gently to their chickens, who are, for once, quiet. There is birdsong all around in the trees. Two starlings sit on our aerial. I am convinced they recognise me and are hoping for an evening feed. They will have to wait until morning. The sun begins to dip behind a tree and instantly it is cold. I can hear a magpie rattle far away. A female blackbird rustles through the weeping crabapple tree, feeding on the bright red fruits. A duck laments, rooks laugh. The smallest white feather floats slowly from a tree. A squadron of starlings fly over with a straggler, trailing behind. A donkey brays sounding close by, but I know it is not. There is such stillness and quiet to the evening, the sound carries. A scatter paper rustle of many wings as the homing pigeons launch away as one body. A large hornet crashes through a hedge and into the cherry tree, 
It comes to investigate me and is told politely but firmly no. It leaves, barreling into the bramble. Thirteen gulls fly from field. The day ends as it begins with the echo of pheasants. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.